just reminded, PayPal and subscribe, please. Well, it's an article by Charles Burton. He is a fellow at the McDonald Laurie Institute. He's talking, the, well, the headline, as a fading power, not some other ancient power, Canada is this fading power. It needs action to keep up in a dangerous world. Dan McTague is a former Liberal MP. He's there for a long, long time. He knows all about politics. He joins me right now because Trudeau is the oldest. He's he trying to be the dean of the G7 because he's the oldest world leader of the G7 as a fact, but they would have nothing of him because they, one person said he's a pipsqueak. And Canada now a fading power. What's going on with Canada? I mean, do you agree with that, first of all? Oh, I agree with it. I think the relevance of the country is that it uh, no longer punches above its weight. Uh, and I think it's more of a deliberate position as opposed to sort of letting their defense forces languish. I think we've what been do you mean deliberate? That, that Trudeau deliberately wants Canada to become diminished? I don't think he, uh, the Prime Minister spends a whole lot of time worrying about the Canadian identity. Therefore, if it's not relevant nationally, it's not going to be relevant internationally. This is a man that spends a lot more time on uh, virtue signaling, on uh, pitting region against region, uh, social division within the country. Perhaps it's not a deliberate point for him, but it does suggest that if his indifference to the concerns of Canadians, broadly speaking, uh, in Canada, uh, you know, remain, then it's no wonder that uh, he doesn't focus on what's happening internationally, except when it comes to getting those nice rooms. <laughs> 6,000 night rooms. Um, but he did say years ago that there's no nationalism in Canada. In other words, we don't have Canadians. And he said he was proud of that. But back to this article, they're talking about the Arctic and how we haven't done anything in the Arctic and that on the other side of the world, China, which is nowhere near the Arctic, but going through the US, well, Soviet, I guess not that, Russia, is uh, now becoming very powerful and challenging Canada. Shouldn't, shouldn't Canadians be concerned about that, Dan? Oh, well, they, they can be and should be concerned and were concerned and I think would continue to be concerned. That's a mouthful. I mean, the reality for many is that uh, uh, we have uh, uh, among the largest geographical spaces uh, you know, surrounded by three oceans. Yeah. One would think that we spend a little bit more time with security as it, uh, as it develops. And this is not part of something we, that maybe not Maybe recent. our government doesn't want security up there. Maybe they just want to let it go. Yeah. I mean, we do have something called the Canadian Rangers. They're using World War II rifles up there. Yeah. One, one for every hundred kilometers. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, how well, if you that? If that. So, look, I think there is a, a definition uh, where Canadians are going to have to take far more seriously their sovereignty and to recognize that the world is not the same place. The new axis of evil, the Russias, the Chinas, the Irans, are yeah. not going to wait for us to uh, de defend our territory. If you don't want to stand up for your own country and its territory, its integrity, then uh, they will. I guess it's a good ending on that because almost the three of us, if you don't want to stand up for your own country, you're going to lose it. Demick Day, thanks very much. Three minutes. Liberties and freedom of speech are under attack in Canada like never before. So let's keep this discussion on the air. PayPal, write a check, and please include your address so I can write a thank you letter to you. And ask your friends, please subscribe. It's important to keep this on the air. And thank you.